Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. Listen, I didn't have a baby shower or nothing because I don't like all that attention on me like that. But um, I became a recent plant mom of a few more plants, okay? Listen, a mom is a mom is a mom. <laughs> Come at me not, okay? I'm just going to need you to go ahead and just hand clap praise. And let me tell you something. I did not know that I was going to be vert to be the grandbaby that likes this kind of momhood. Because adulthood can be a little ghetto. Childhood, eh, you know. There's a certain kind of hood that you just like, mm, I don't give it all the stars. But plant momhood because i'm making it a thing it's given very much i frequent i found myself having conversations with people about plants i found myself you know just walking past and being like oh that's the snake plant that's a, like you name it species like let me say something to you she out here on her body listen because who is not paying attention to biology? Me, but never mind it because comma, the adult me is very much at Home Depot having all the conversations and gardening, okay? I, and, and and not outdoor because she hasn't elevated to that as of yet because it's mosquitoes out there, right? But as far as the indoor plant mamahood, very much. Do not walk over to me while I am in one of those plant shops and and dare ask me anything related to what's in my cart or what's currently on the floor because I'm trying to visualize it in the house. You come over here if you want to. We're going to be here to close. You understand? Like, did you eat lunch? Because when you come over here, that's the first question I'm going to ask you. I'm going to look at you and I'm going to say, did you eat? Because we're going to be here for a while. We're going to be here for a while. I'm going to have to text my husband like, do not fret. I'm still in the same spot. You, it, 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 it's okay. <laughs> you know, you don't need to send none of the SOSs because I'm having all the F you in. Like, the fun is here, sir. <laughs> don't know what you're doing, but I'm very much in the garden of Eden. It's what it feels like. You understand? <laughs> Listen, it's giving very much God I see. Why you was just like, and this is good. Because it is, sir. Great job. So in the midst of me, you know, excelling to the upper epsilonism of the grandbabies, the elite side of the plant momhood, I noticed that there are two things that you really need in order to keep your thumb green. You really need to understand the watering system of the particular plant that you chose. And then you also need to truly understand the type of lighting it gets or that it requires for optimum growth. Now, this is when it gets tricky because I had to start learning the compass all over again. Because when I have to start Googling stuff and you saying, put this plant in a north window, mm -mm, it do better in the east side. I'm like, husband, where we at? <laughs> like, which one is that? What, what kind of window? Was the, what's the northern hemisphere? I don't listen. Okay, I may or may not have been the most non-social studying, studying student ever. But that's between me and the Lord because you do not have a right to judge. So after learning all of that, then I started getting a little creative. You understand? What's propagate? That means I could take a piece of this plant and put it in something else and make it as whole. 
entirely new, different plant. I don't have to. So you mean to tell me I can grow more without spending more? Listen, all of this is my jam. Stop playing with me. Play with the plants. <laughs> this is all the adult fun. This is what fun has, you know, is evolved to. No, it's not the clubs. It's giving very much what kind of pot because the terracotta pot, it holds more water and it doesn't really allow for root rot. Listen, when I get into something, I get all the way. I'm talking about I dive in, okay? And you look around my house now and it's like, oh, so you... Oh, so you on the other side very much and judge me not. And so I have a plant and some water because I've been experimenting with that. And I like watching the roots and that all looks good. And then this one particular plant I have called the Golden Pathos, it has been truly just growing, growing, growing. So I decided to take that one plant and I cut it into four different plants. So I have it in four different pots, two small ones, two medium ones. Like it, it, it was just fun. I put one of the plants, follow me, because I hope my stories always go somewhere. I know you're looking at me like, are we finna talk about plants? And if we are, let the Lord use me. And if you don't like, it's between you and the Lord, but I'm not saying nothing else about that. So I put two of the smaller plants in windows and it was growing. And I was like, oh, okay, everything is good. I got you in the face and plant that the face and window that you like and everything is going well. And then for whatever the reason, it was given condoluted. It was given congested. I, I felt like I had too many plants in one area. So it was only two, but I didn't like the way it was aesthetically looking. So I took one of the smaller pots that I cut it into, right? Remember I did four. I did two mediums and two smalls. So one is in one room. The other was in a space where another plant was already. So I was like, let me take this small pot and let me put it in the bathroom because I have one of those translucent kind of like, or trends, whatever the word is for the window. And the plant started to burn because it, it was too much sun. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> you telling me no, thank you. Uh, cause you wasn't that color two days ago. So yeah, that was too much sun, too quick, too fast for you. I got it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and I made it a decor piece. I got a different kind of pot for it to go in and sit in with this nursery pot. And I was like, that looks pretty. And it just so happens that where I have it placed in the bathroom is right underneath a nightlight that comes on. It's one of those like sensing nightlights. Yeah, it comes on at night. So I put it there, left it there. I set it and forget it like a good macaroni and cheese situation on Thanksgiving, right? A couple of days later, I was like, wow, this thing is really growing. And then think no more about it. Then it started really growing because the golden pathos is one of those plants you probably seen in somebody's grandmother's house. It's one of the ones that trail so it, it grows and then it like, it, it starts to get like, oh, this thing is starting to try to get to the floor. Like, yeah, it, it grows outwardly, what they call it, it, it grows legs. And so I noticed that, oh, this thing is starting to, it wasn't here before. Now it's almost like on the side of the uh, cabinet, like, oh, okay. And I went back to look at the plant that was also the one of the smaller plants. So they was the same size at one point. I went back to the one that I kept in the window and noticed I put them side by side and I took a picture and I was like, husband, the one that's under the nightlight furthest away from an actual window 
is the one that is growing the most. And I immediately saw the beauty in that. I said, how many people feel like they are in a deficit because they don't have the most optimum conditions that they feel is required or that somebody else has even deemed this is the way that you win. This is the way that you get ahead. This is the way that you become successful. This is the way you get a man. This is the way you keep your family. This is the way. And someone is looking at those particular variables and they are feeling defeated because they're looking at the variables that are in their life currently. And they feel like, God, I, it's almost like you set me up to lose from the beginning like if this is a spades game then why don't I have any spades if this is a a basketball game then why don't I know how to really dribble like that like I wasn't in camps like the rest of these people when they was in five you know they they family was sending them away to basketball camps and so they were strengthening they they play a whole like the handles and all that Lord like the height like the the way that their body is built all muscular like God I don't have that but you placed me in a game and I'm looking at the other variables that they're saying that you have to have to win and I'm looking at the variables that I have and I'm like well maybe I'm in the wrong game I would like to go ahead and dare I say no it's not that you're in the wrong game it's that you're playing your hand wrong that you're not playing to your strengths that the variables are very much set for you to win let me go ahead and give you a little snippet so uh there is this site called bobvilla.com so b-o-b-v-i-l-a.com and just for example purposes i wanted to see what they deemed because you know people out here they plant experts now what they deemed to be the best condition suited for a golden pathos to thrive it says pathos appreciate bright Indirect light for 12 hours or more per day. However, slightly lower light or fewer hours will not cause problems. Pathos growing in low light lose color intensity and might produce smaller leaves. Can I go ahead and tell you that E, none of the above apply. This particular plant the leaves are luxurious. They are green. They are, the golden pathos actually has like a coloration. That's why I like it. It's like whites and stuff all in it. It's so pretty. Like, look it up. It's a really, really pretty plant. This thing looks like it has not skipped a beat. It's actually fuller, more colorful. Uh, it's more vibrant. It is growing quicker. And it has all the variables not listed according to what the experts say. This is how this plant grows best. Now, the one in the window is in the better pot. It's in a terracotta situation, which means that when you water it, if it's too much water for the plant, that usually causes issues for the plant. But what the terracotta plant pot does, it soaks up any extra water. It's like a sponge, if you will. So the one in the window that's that's in the window currently has the better pot, has more direct sunlight, it's in the window. It's growing. It's just not growing at the rate, intensity, and fullness as the plant that is in the bathroom that was supposed to be 
purely for decorative pieces that literally is under a artificial light aka and not light and that wasn't even intentional I placed it there because that's just where it looked the best I never really even paid attention to oh and it's a plug and it's a night light there but that plant taught me something it doesn't matter what everybody else is saying it's it's not even really about you know how much resources you have it's about how resourceful you are this plant could have had the mentality of, bruh, I'm in a disadvantage. I'm the only plant in this particular bathroom. I'm getting this little bit of light from this very small window. Um, I got this little bit of light ahead of me, but this is not the light that I was created to thrive under. Like, this is a nightlight. Like, nobody else in this, no other plant in this house is under a nightlight. Like, I'm in this plastic nursery situation. I don't even have the best of conditions externally. I'm doing the best that I can with what I have. And so, like... Like, yo, I just, I don't, whatever. I'm a piece of a piece of another plant. So I'm not even, you know, Gideon flow. I'm not even, I'm the smallest of the lowest of my particular tribe. And so like, what's the point? And that's what a lot of people are suffering with. I don't have the degree like such and such. I change my, my career so often. So I, I really, I don't have, you know, the advantage that other people have that they went to college and they went ahead and went into their particular field of choice and they stayed in it and they grinded it out and now here they are however many whatever down the lines I didn't meet my my college sweetheart and get married and have the kids and have the 2.5 you know children with the gated community and I didn't have all that I didn't come from someone who taught me money I didn't come from a family that taught me health as a matter of fact they taught me all the unhealthy ways to keep the diseases that's currently in the family going that's what they taught me I didn't learn how to communicate well I didn't learn how to and so with people are doing is they are taking their external environments their external resources and looking at themselves and saying this is why I'm not growing this is why I haven't excelled in five to ten years this is why I don't have good relationships this is why and so they pointed outwardly to go ahead and align inwardly why they have been in stagnation for almost the bulk of their life whereas you can take a a page from the plant that is my grandbaby okay you can go ahead and say I don't care what conditions I'm under I don't care what head start I may not have had I don't care what somebody else may have that I currently don't have but I tell you what on this particular board on this particular playing field in this particular junction of my life I'm taking every single thing that is given to me and we're gonna make these pieces hit they are going to hit I'm going to be successful I don't care that like literally if I can watch where somebody literally ran a race Olympic race look it up on YouTube that he won the steeplechase without a shoe but he won without a shoe and we talked about this before in another conversation and when the announcer saw that oh my gosh he's missing the shoe one of the other announcers literally said and I said it before but it's worth repeating he said you know what I'm not really concerned because where he's from back home he got to these races running barefoot so when uncomfortable situations and circumstances arise like losing a shoe on an Olympic stage race it don't shake you you know why because you're resourceful. You're not winning these, this race because of what's on your feet. You're winning this race because of the anointing that God placed on you to run with your feet. Yeah, you're not winning in that particular lane because of how smart you are. You, what you're doing is you're actually winning because you're using the creativity that God placed in you.
A lot of the times people are looking at what's not around them, what's not on them, what they don't have access to. They're looking at all the things and they're looking at the air quote lack and they're saying, this is why I'm not ahead. But what happens when you find people that are winning with way less than what you currently have? Do you feel some kind of way? Do you feel some kind of way when there's people that are literally training in a wheelchair, going to the gym in a wheelchair, getting to Olympic stage levels in a wheelchair? Like, Do you feel some kind of way when someone who only had a GED is making more money than you? But someone who actually, you know, was homeless at one point, like Eric Thomas, the motivational speaker, like now he's a multimillionaire. Like how does, how do you feel when you look at the head starts that people may not have and you're looking at other people and saying, man, you had a better start than me, but there's someone behind you looking at you like, yo, but you, you were way ahead of me, but they were just consistent. They were just diligent. They were just resourceful. There's a certain type of tenacity that's needed to win. There's a certain type of determination that's needed to win that you can be under a nightlight and say, you know what? But at the end of the day, I don't care how you say it, whether you say artificial light, whether you say nightlight at the end of the day, it's still light. And so if all I need as a plant is light, I don't care what word perceives it. What I'm going to go ahead and do is take the light that is needed for me to win. And I'm going to win with it. I don't care if I'm supposed to be this close to the window I don't am I near a window period I don't care if it, the ideal is to be five to ten inches away but am I in a room where the window is there okay so we gonna make them pieces and we gonna win with that okay so is this a light period like do people are people able to see with this particular light okay cool I don't care if it's not the light that it wasn't a part of the original design but if it's the light that is in my particular capacity and and in front of me right now then I'm gonna use that what are you not using? And you're allowing yourself to use that as an excuse. Like literally, I got so passionate. I was like, yo, as a matter of fact, we're going to stop giving excuses to what we don't have because the Bible says that he will supply all your need. No S at the end. That he will supply all your need. So if you don't have it, then you don't need it. And if you don't need it, then you're not using what you currently have to the best of your ability. The period. Let's go ahead and look at a biblical example of this because sometimes you be thinking I'm the kind of grandbaby that just likes to talk. And while that may be true, let's go ahead and look at some practical examples of some stuff, shall we? Luke 19, I want to read about the grandbaby Zacchaeus. This time, I'm going to be a little bit extra because I'm on my plant mom flow. So I got my pinky out. We're going to read in the NSV version. Let's go ahead and read, shall we? And we shall. One. He entered Jericho and was passing through, talking about Jesus, Two, And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. I almost, okay. Three, and he was seeking to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not because he was small in stature. Four. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. Five, and when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. Six, so he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. Seven, and when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who was a sinner. Eight. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, 
Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. Nine. And Jesus said to him, today, salvation has come to this house. Since he also is a son of Abram, Abraham. Ten. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you something about life. You're never going to have every single thing in a whole wide world. All the ducks can be in the row and you still could be, it still will be a deficit somewhere, but not to your detriment. Did you hear what I said? What the bishop say? Did you hear what I just said? You could have all the things in the world and not have every single thing. And there could possibly be such a thing that you are winning with a deficit because it was not to your detriment. How do I know that? So glad you asked, grandbaby, because the Bible and the Holy Spirit saw fit that we should know in verse 2, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. That man had a high paying position and he had the bread. That man was very well known and he had the money. But guess what? What the very next verse say, grandbaby, in verse 3, and he was seeking to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not, but he was small in stature. So the man had money, the man had influence, but the man had didn't have the ankles, okay? He didn't have the femur to go ahead and see the, the, the Savior, hmm? <laughs> he was short, but he had that money. Yeah, he, he went ahead and climbed the corporate ladder, but he ain't had that height. Okay, he didn't, get the, he didn't get his granddaddy's height. He got his mother's height from his aunt on the other side. Yeah, when they, the five twos and the fours, elevens. Yeah, he got that from his mother's mother's side. But his daddy's side, if he would have got what his granddaddy had, he would have had not only a high paying position, not only the bread, he would have been tall in stature. And then guess what? This whole verse wouldn't have been here. Hmm. It's okay to have a deficit. How do you play it to your advantage? So what did the next verse say, grandbaby, in four? So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. But he said, listen, I'm smart, so I'm going to use my knowledge. I'm going to calculate. Buddy is coming this way. Let me see, Jesus. Okay, y'all walking this way. And what can I use to get ahead of the crowd? Because it's not like I could run up and be like, yeah, put me on your shoulders. I want to see him real quick because that's going to take too much time. I'm trying to get ahead. And so if I'm trying to get ahead, I have to go where other people are not going. I have to think the way other people are not thinking. I have to use what other people are not using. Everybody else is using their height. They're able to see eye to eye with Jesus. Everybody else knows where he's at. So they in the vicinity. Cool. But I'm going to have to do something creative because the variables that were given to me doesn't allow me to see and to access Jesus the way that everybody else is accessing him so i'm gonna have to go ahead pre-plan plan ahead run ahead and get higher up with something that nobody else is using as simple as a tree just to make sure that jesus sees me sometimes we're, we're getting frustrated because we're like i don't know what to do you're thinking you have to come up with this grandiose idea you're thinking that you have to be the next bill gates and the next steve jobs and all you got to do is just use the tree god already created to get ahead it's either in you, it's either around you, and you're not using it for your advantage. 
it, I'm sure it was many a trees there. Wasn't nobody else climbing up. I'm sure nobody else said, oh, he's coming this way. Let me try to go ahead and go ahead. No, they were like, how do I get closer to him? Listen, a part of getting ahead is thinking outside of the crowd. A part of getting ahead is getting outside of the box. You got to be able to hear something differently, see something differently, and use things differently for your advantage. He didn't have to plant a tree and wait for it to grow. He didn't have to go ahead and dang, maybe I should have been the, the first one to go ahead and, and make the scooter up. Or maybe he should have been the one that, you know, was still in, in, in the vicinity. Like, could he have chopped them up real quick and stood on something? Like, man, how come he didn't take a few couple of rocks or some brick or like something to stand on? Like, how come it's like at that point, do you have time to either go ahead and give you that? By the time you go ahead and think of every detail and try to go, Go ahead and bring it up to perfection to its ultimate fruition. By the time you do all that, Jesus, I'm passing gone. Sometimes you don't have time to, okay, well, let me go ahead and um get my resume and, and then I'll go ahead and ask for the email. Sometimes you just need to have your elevator pitch on cue. Like you need to know it, like say it, practice that thing in the mirror. What do you, what do you do? What do you sell? What's your business about? What are you trying to go? What do you want to go in the company? How much do you want to make? Why do you feel like your influence will be impactful? You need to be able to say things quickly. Don't nobody have no time for, Hey, what's your email? And can I leave a voicemail? And can, that you don't have no time for that. You're trying to get ahead. You're not doing what everybody else is doing. Everybody else is sending the DMS. Everybody else is sending the emails. Everybody else is. But what you're doing is you sending a, a edible arrangement you sending something to him in inside of the car what they're singing is listen i feel like i got a set of resources that would take your business to the next level and scale it to a place that i can go ahead and you need to be able to say that in 140 characters what are you doing that other people are not doing that you could be doing that could be yielding results that other people are not getting you, you see me looking at you it's no disrespect but it's kind of because at this point, let me tell you what happened. Five. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up. Something was out of place. Is that a huge, is that a grandbaby in a tree? What is this grandbaby? Hold on. I'm sorry. Pause. DJ Scratch. What are you doing, sir? <laughs> you too high. You're going to hurt yourself. You, your grandmother told you, to, sir. What are you doing? And what did he say? Zacchaeus, hurry and come down. For I must stay at your house today. Yo, everything stops until you come down here. Everything stops until you get in my presence. Everything stops until I can get on the phone with you. Everything stops until I can get an interview with you. Everything stops until I can see the person that was creative and innovative and tenacious and determined enough to get my attention. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Hurry up and come here. I have got to hear. I have got to get closer to you. Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus that whatever the creativity that is needed, we're going to go ahead and pray early. Whatever the creativity is needed to go ahead and get ahead, to get the advantage, to play the disadvantage to our advantage. I pray that you give us a spiritual Holy Spirit download. And I pray that you give it to us in such a way that we cannot ignore it. I pray that you give us the characteristic to follow it through and to see it through. I pray that we no longer see ourselves the way that uh, the crowd may see us. I pray that we use ourselves the way that Zacchaeus 
did. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray through the blood of Jesus. Amen. Because I feel like it needs to be uprooted. You done seen your deficit long enough. You done seen your card as not a playing winning hand long enough. You done seen your lack of education, your lack of experience, your lack of resources, your lack. You already, listen, you already seen your lack. And 360, you can't see it another way. You see it the same way in a different way on a different day in the same season in a different season. It's the same thing. I pray that you never, it's time for you to never look at lack the same. You need to start looking at lack like a step. Yeah, you need to swap L-A-C-K for S-T-E-P. Your lack is not a lack. It's a step. Step on it. See what you can do with it. Get ahead of it. Like, what could you do? Like, yo, remember the blind man? When he had to ask the people in front of him, who is that? It, it was like, Jesus. He was like, Jesus, Jesus, son of, son of Dave. Like, and it was like, shut up. You doing too much. Yo, he blind. He not mute. <laughs> Use what you have, sir. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. I don't care if it's annoy annoying everybody else. Is it getting Jesus' attention? What's the goal? The goal is to get his attention? Then you need to start talking. It, it, you, you can't see, but you can shout. <laughs> use, your, use your words. Jesus was like, who is that? Bring him to me. Yeah, because Buddy is not playing with y'all. <laughs> He, he's louder than the people who can see. He's more innovative than the people who can walk. To me. Jesus had to say, bring him to me because he couldn't see him to go to him. It's like, even if Jesus was like, come here, bro. He was going to stumble like, um, say Marco again. Say, Paul, say Marco again, Paul. Say Marco again. He, how he going to get to him in a straight line? Jesus is like, we're going to save you some time. I'm going to take some people who can see to bring you to me because you you innovative enough that you need to be brought to me now. Yeah, you creative enough that you need to be brought to me now. There is something, something simple. The man didn't have to say, dang, only if I could see him, I would have been able to touch his garment the way the woman with the issue of blood did. You're not the woman with the issue of blood. Stop comparing what, what other people did to get their healing and their blessing and get it the way that you only can. Make your, your pieces hit. Make your jack walk. Make your hand win. Okay, the woman with the issue of blood, she touched him and got healed. You're going to have to shout. That's the problem. Everybody's looking at how somebody else is winning and you're trying to go ahead and copy their blueprint, but that is... You're not, you don't have the access to that blueprint. You don't have that support system. Your family don't live close to you. Your family don't have that kind of money. Your family don't, like, you don't have that kind of set of friends. You don't have that particular job that pays that much. Like, right now, with the circumstances that you have right now, you don't have that. Would it blow your mind that you could still win? Would it blow your mind that you could still win? Because Jesus was like, yo, come down here. Okay, great. Uh, and he hurried up and went down here. And he was like, Lord, I'm, I'm just going to be transparent with you. I'm going to be unveiled. Let me explain something to you. I'm not a good person, low key. I've been doing some stuff that's not right. But, 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 but hear me out. I have a plan. Okay. I'm going to give them people back their money. Okay. That's, what, that's the first thing because I'm that kind of grandbaby. Yes, sir. As of today, I'm that kind of grandbaby. And then what I'm going to go ahead is, I'm going to remember that one person that I kicked that time. I'm going to go back and I'm going to say sorry. Because I had no business kicking nobody when I was six. No business. You know what I'm saying? And so what else I'm going to do? And God was like, 
yo, I love the fact that he was like, you know what? Today salvation has come to this house since he is also a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Yo, Zacchaeus was so dope. Holy Spirit was like, and I want his name there. Because we don't know the name of the woman with the issue of blood. We don't even know uh, the blind man. So what was your name? Do we know? The, the man that, that, that was at the gate at Beautiful. What was your name? Okay, the widow with the oil that went to the prophet and then her oil never ran dry. What was your name? But there was something about Zacchaeus that it was like, let me show you how this goes. You can be in a certain place in your life and it can look like secular winning. You can have the high paying job. You can have the influence. You can have the salary. You can have all the things. But you know what? At the end of the day, Zacchaeus didn't have salvation. He had the salary. He didn't have the salvation. So he finally got a prompting of like, yo, I may have all the things externally that looks like a win, but internally, yeah, there's a deficit. So I'm willing to use whatever I need to use in a respectful way to get the deficit filled. And immediately, once he got ahead and got that filling, the Bible was like, I want you to see that Zacchaeus was once secular and rich. And now he has salvation and he's full. He's content. He's satisfied because what good is it to gain the whole world and you lose your soul? Didn't the prophet say, brother, I pray that you prosper as your soul prospers. I pray that you prosper as your soul prospers. Prosperity is not one sided. It's not, oh, you got the salvation. You know, you don't really need all the extra. No, God said abundance. He said created to multiply. Com. He said to go ahead and have dominion over the things that he created. He said that you will, you are the head and you are not the tail, that you are God's masterpiece and that God thinks so much of you that you are a little bit lower than angels, that he sent his only begotten son to do that gruesome thing that he did on Calvary, just that bravery that he did so that we can have a relationship with him. You mean to tell me that he would do all that just for you to have internal abundance? No, you're supposed to be winning. You represent the kingdom. Yeah, it's a kingdom. That's rich. That's royalty. That means you are the heir of some things. That means that you you, you should be like, uh-uh. If there's lack, we got to, we'll be doing, because that's not of God. I pray that your soul prospers, that as you prosper, that your soul prospers. Under the circumstances. Under the circumstances, I pray in the name of Jesus, and this is your challenge, and I want you to receive this prayer. I pray that under the circumstances, you win. You win. I don't care how everybody else got their win. Your win is on the way. It's customized for you. It's on the way. 
I don't care that other people got it within a certain amount of time and it was quicker than your win is on the way. I pray that God gives you a divine download through the Holy Spirit that shows you your path. I heard something the other day and it absolutely just shifted my entire perspective. It said God doesn't just give provision, he gives paths. Darius Daniel said that. And I said, yo, you mean to tell me that we keep trying to think, okay, what do I need to do? How do I I do it what, 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 what do I do and you're trying to take God's plan and God's promise on your life and you're trying to develop a plan but he says that I know the path like read Proverbs 16 he knows the way you just got to get close enough to him that you hear the direction under the circumstances I challenge you you can win get the download from the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Get the path that's supposed to be your customized path in the name of Jesus. Okay, you an Olympic gold medalist in the hurdles? Cool. God didn't give me them knees that I can jump up that high. But I'm going to do this 100 meter dash and I'm going to be a gold medalist as well. It's the as well for me. Not the, oh, what did you do to get your gold medal? Or you jumped 12 times over something and then now you try it and you feel exhausted. And you're like, well, I can't do it because that wasn't your blueprint. That wasn't your path. You were designed to win under your circumstances. Rich or not influence or not the bible says that if you just carry around wisdom that you would get favor with both god and man why do you have to choose on just being okay in one particular place why do you have to choose with you know what i i can i can only win in one lane why does it have to be that way it does not have to be that way you can actually win under the circumstance listen I feel like you got what you needed, okay? Mm-hmm. Because my alarm went off for me to go water my plants. Real talk, if I could show you my phone, you would be like, stop playing. Why would I play? You think I'm going to play and, and I'm speaking the word of God? I, why would I play? I'm serious about this plant life. You heard me. But um, you got what you needed. Mm-hmm. You know what these conversations are. They are life-provoking conversations, conversations that not the average person's going to have with you, but who your favorite homegirl. I don't know if I told you, but I have a text community. Mm-hmm. I text weekly devotionals, ins- inspiration, just think, listen, it's all in me. I'm getting creative enough to get it out. Like, yo, I'm bringing more jars. I got what you want me to do. So I went ahead and I did it through text. I got a whole blog community that I'm, I'm a part of that I'm doing some things with, and it's all on my Patreon. Mm-hmm. If you go to patreon.com and you do backslash strive, the letter in inspire, you're going to see all the happenings. I promise you, listen, this season, this year, this lifetime, I'm not playing. Yo, you got a gift, use it. Your gift will make room for you. Yo, what, what, what you want to do? do? Do you understand that you were built to win under the circumstances? Care about no recession I don't care about what everybody else is doing. I don't care. You, you need to get a good job and stay there 30 years. And Listen, I, I got some things to do that God said, that's cool for you, but I'm finna climb this tree. You understand? All right, listen, I'm going to go ahead and let you let me go. We talk later, I promise, because we always do every week, don't we? <laughs> and do. All right, later.